as an Aquarius moon, I can come across as pretty androgynous, which pretty much means that I embody both male and female aspects um, a little bit more than people who have different moon signs. Um, So I kind of understand, I can relate to a male's mindset, how men perceive the world. And of course, how women perceive the world. However, because I am a little bit more uh, left-brained, I would say that it's much easier for me to be logical. Um, You know, I'm pretty straightforward, um, very ambitious, very masculine in a sense. And what I've noticed as someone who not only has, you know, black, a black father, black grandfather, black great-grandfathers, um, uncles, right, cousins, brothers, um, lovers, partners, I've dated a lot of black men, you know, I, I love black men, black men to me are they just make me real dreamy-eyed. Like, black men are just so divine. They're so godly. They're so unique. They're so special. They're so sexy. They're so strong. They're so passionate. They're so loving. Um, Now, granted, everybody is a little fucked up, but we're not talking about those ones today. Today is an ode to all the fine, sexy black men who are logical, reasonable, responsible, y'all do y'all damn thing. That is the ultimate turn on, especially from an alpha woman. You know, um, I love alpha men. I love and I respect alpha men. But then I also love and respect men who don't have to be like that. They're more emotional, they're more sensitive, they're more calm and touchy-feely, right? Like, I love those men, too. Um, There's something about a man that knows how to get in touch with his emotions, you know, knows how to feel, knows how to be empathetic, knows how to have compassion, knows when to show up, when to pull back. Oh, Black men are life. You give us life. You give us life. Your women, your children, your your co-workers, your teammates, your, your, your boys, whatever. You give us life because of your essence. You know, Black men seem to never have a voice because it usually gets overshadowed, right? Um, For example, we have a lot of male speakers who come out who would try to represent all black men, right? But fail greatly. So for example, A lot of black men were super attracted to, and not attracted in that way, but attracted to the voice of Kevin Samuels, right? 
because he was, you know, like he was cool. Like he was like that a fly ass dad, a fly ass granddad. You feel me? Who seemed like he get bitches, who seemed like he get money, you know, and had his life together. So you're listening to him because you're like, oh, well, this man seems to have the accolades that I want. You know, he seems to be in a position that I want to be in. Um, But like I said, these figures fail black men because come to find out, Kevin Samuels is a fucking narcissist. Right? He's a straight up narcissist, like a little mini demon. He hates women. He, He doesn't understand women. Um, you know, that's not because he says bad things about women. Nah, people can say whatever they want about black women, but you have to look at their life. How is your life? Right? So for example, him not liking shapely women. Black women is shapely. Do you not see our West African sisters? (laughs) Hello? Even the skinny ones is shapely. You know, we don't put numbers and ratings on people. Like, who does that? That's, that's narcissistic. That's people who are trying to boast themselves into this grandiose type of uh, inflated ego where they'll do whatever, they'll say whatever to put themselves at the top and put other people at the bottom. That, to me, is not a representation of Black men. Because the Black men who I know, granted, I've ran into a couple narcissists who are obsessed with themselves, obsessed with looking good, but not actually being good. They don't care to heal themselves. They don't care to put that spotlight on themselves, take responsibility for themselves, right? So not Kevin Samuels. Then you have like men like Derek, Derek Jackson or Derek Jean, whatever his name is. Um, you know, he came out really appealing to the ladies. And men was looking up to that. Like, okay, here's this calm brother. He seems like, you know, like one of the guys. Like, I'm going to listen to him. He gives good advice, all this stuff. He's always talking about, oh, when men do this, when men do that, red flags, this, that. So you're learning from him, right? You're learning. Okay, well, this is who women are listening to. So let me see what he's saying so that I can understand my women better. Or I can see what my women are saying. But then his real life comes out. He's another narcissist obsessed with himself, lying, you know, putting himself at this high pinnacle, embarrassing his woman, embarrassing himself, cheating, doing all these things that not all black men do. We have so many different kinds of black men. We got pan-African black men. We got the gangsters. We got the crit black men, the blood black men. You feel me? The folks, the, the whatever, like, We have so much different kinds. We have black men who are into spirituality, black men who are Christian, black men who are new age, black men who are religious, all kinds of men. And when we get these public figures who come out and let's say, for example, even um, somebody who I used to like really OD, like Brother Umar. Brother Umar was it for me. I was like, oh shit, he's lit. And he's a black psychologist. He's a professional. He want to open up a school. This is beautiful, right? So I'm thinking like, this is good for us. Man, a whole bunch of shit started coming out about him. He wasn't really loyal to what he stood for. He wasn't loyal to the school. The school never opened. He was getting all these donations. Never opened. Like, you know, he ended up being a fraud. And that's really sad, you know, it's sad to see because it's like, well, then who do we look up to? You know, yes, it's one thing to be bumping Gunner, you know, uh, Slim Thug or what, what's his name? Young Thug 
and and Drake and all these different artists, yeah, but we don't really know them. They don't take out time to sit down and tell us nothing. So it's like, yeah, we can vibe with their music and stuff, but their lifestyles is nothing like ours. You know, or nothing like what we think their lifestyles is. Because if anything, their lifestyles is pretty much nothing like what they rap about. They're family men. When you look at these men talking about hoes in the club and, you know, uh, cheating and, and uh, getting drunk and popping bottles and flying baddies out, all this type of shit, when you listen to it, you would be like, oh, wow, this nigga's really living the life. But when you look at their real life, right, when you look at their very rare documentaries, them in the studio, them at home, they chilling with a one girl, just like you, brother. <laughs> right? Like, they're, they're chilling. They have their family. They're married. So for the black men, it, it, it's like, I understand the pressures because women face similar pressures. It's like to be something of what is great statue and standard to someone else, but not exactly to you and not to your community. Same thing happens to black women. Get your body done. Um, You don't need a man. You don't need this. You don't need him. You, You know, all black men are this, all black men are that. And then what that creates is these black women who don't even want to date their own kind anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's like these mindsets and mentalities to set us apart from each other, to get us away from each other, to target the black family. If I can target y'all mind, if I can target y'all psychology of who y'all are and make y'all think that y'all need to be something else that is not real, then I can destroy the black family. The black family is the most powerful thing in this world. Black men are the most powerful men in the world. And that's why everywhere you go, you're a target. Everywhere you go, they got their eyes on you. Everywhere you go, everything you do, no matter what socioeconomical status you're at, they're always watching you. They're always waiting for you to slip. They're always waiting for you to fuck up. They're always waiting to catch you. They're always waiting. They're always watching. They're always looking. Because you are God. You think that they don't know? They know. It's you that don't know. All men go to school five, six years old. And you got these white teachers looking at y'all funny, judging y'all parents, judging your mother for being a single mother, judging your father for being a hood nigga, judging, 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 judging. So by the time that they come and deal with you as a young child, they don't even got no patience for you. They don't want to know. They don't care if you don't, if you can't read. They don't care. They want to give you medicine. They're they saying that you can't sit still. You got ADHD. You got this. You got that. You, you become an instant target. Instant. As early as childhood. My ex used to say that his mother used to tell him that he has three strikes against him. He's young, he's black, and he's a male. And I said, why would your mother tell you that? The fuck? That's why we can't grow. Because sometimes these mindsets is passed down to us from our parents, from what they've seen, and they alchemize it into being a curse that they give to us with their words. 
to me, those is three powers. You have three advancements. But if they can get in your mother's mind, they can get in your mind. Notice the connection. You have the black women obsessed with the church. They come back and bring these white patriarchy ideas to their black children, their black sons. And now these sons grow up in life trying to be something that they're not and never feeling satisfied with the life that they have. Why? Because you are not a white man. You're not a white man. You don't come from patriarchy. You come from matriarchy, which is why your homes look the way they do. For example, even in a married home with a married married mother, married father, happy couple, it is the woman that runs shit. Yes, the men is there to fight, protect all this shit, to be provided for, to be loved, all that, yes. But in our natural bloodline, you come from a matriarchal bloodline. You don't come from patriarchy. So that is what creates all this confusion in our communities. If you don't love and respect the black woman, what do you have? What do you have? All you become is the white man in your black household now. And it backfires, it backfires on the mothers when they bring these church ideologies into the homes. Because that's how you see our young brothers out in the street hustling. They don't want to go to school. They can't eat. They don't feel comfortable in school. But the mothers is not watching that. The mothers is watching these 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 Creflo uh, dollars and you know all uh, TD Jakes and all these other frauds who are puppets of patriarchy, puppets of the government, puppets of white men ideologies and systemologies and systematic beliefs. So by the time that that child starts misbehaving in school, they don't understand, he's all over the place, he won't sit down, that's not the environment for him. But because you, the mother is so bogged down by this, by these Christian mentalities, just said, just pray, just pray, all this faith without works, then nothing changes for that boy. Nothing changes. So that young man now goes out into the world to find himself. Okay, well, if I can't make it at school and I'm watching Juice and Belly and Paid in Full and all these movies that's telling me what my life should look like and who I should be, I'm going to go get it. Look at the change between the 70s and the 80s. The change in the media. The music was all different now. In the 70s, we was loving each other. We was getting married still. We was this, that, having happy family, taking road trips. We was probably smoking weed in the 70s, everything. But the family was still together. That black nuclear family was still together. However, once they changed the media, if you look at the FCC guidelines, those were changed. So certain things that couldn't be on TV, now that black people had money to buy TVs, now it's like they kept, you know, they keep raising the goalposts. But now that black money, uh, black people had the money to afford these luxuries, it's like, okay, we got them. Now let's lock them in. Television, tell lies to your vision. Programming, programming your mind. 
and then it just started to spread like wildfire and then we look at today's generation and we're like fuck what the what do we let happen to us so that's why it is up to the black men that we see today the black young men that we see today the black older men that we see today to rise to the fucking occasion we need y'all more than ever these lifestyles that they tell y'all to portray they don't even want them all the rappers that we love they're all fucking miserable and unhappy and they only get happy when they stop when they stop perpetuating this lifestyle to us then you find them chilling. They they spiritual now. They zenning out now. They meditating now. But in actuality, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Getting to know yourself. Know your history. Sit down with yourself and say, damn. Yeah, my circumstances may have been bad, but I can rise. I can be better. I can be stronger. I can love more. I can feel more. Y'all got feelings. Media told y'all that men don't have feelings. Media said that crying is for is for girls. Media said, <laughs> right? And then it just perpetuates itself into the entire society now thinks this way. But who said that this way is the right way? Because it's not. 1.5 million black men missing from our communities. And that was back in 2015. It's probably double that now. Heterosexual men missing from our communities because they got them. The black, the rise in in suicide amongst black men, highest it's ever fucking been. Why? Because there's nobody telling y'all real shit who y'all really are. Y'all are kings. Y'all are the gods of this world. A lot of black men, unfortunately, were exposed to an imbalance. You know, Um, a lot of black men have uh, (sighs) distorted feminine perceptions and distorted feminine ideologies and beliefs about life about life so for example if your mom was a single mother most likely nine times out of ten she was pissed about that pissed that your father left pissed that the relationship didn't work pissed 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 so is that she tried to make so not even try she makes you into her dream man She'll make you into her dream man. So if she want like a boss-like nigga, you're going to be a boss-like nigga. If she wants a hood nigga, you're going to be a hood nigga. Why? Because nurture over nature. But it's deeper than just how you look on the outside. Because regardless of how you look on the outside, which, which lifestyle that she preferred... What really matters is the mindset, the hatred now for black men that now you sometimes internalize. And that's why we see a lot of black on black crime, a lot of black brothers killing their black brothers. It's, it's so much deeper than him stepping on your sneakers. 
It's so much deeper than him wearing red and you wearing blue. It's so much deeper than that. It's his mother's mentality and your mother's mentality making y'all clash. That's why we see, what, what do they say, uh, toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity has nothing to do with men, but everything to do with women. And how they train their children, especially their male children, to see themselves as like these beast-like beings. You know, when I look at a lot of mothers who who know that their, their sons are doing things that they shouldn't be doing, let's say, for example, cheating, lying, smutting out women, um, using women, all these different things, that immediately lets me know. If you're not telling your child that those things are not the right thing to do, then you have problems. You have problems. You can't see yourself. You don't like yourself. You don't like that you're a woman. You don't like that you got in this situation. So now you're poisoning your child. All kinds of men are suiciding right now. All kinds, not just specifically uh, uh, gay men, not just specifically um you know, men who, who face tougher circumstances, lower um, economic statuses, uh, poverty-leveled men. No, also middle-class men too. Middle-class men making anywhere in between fifty dollars and $100,000 a year. Them too, and them the most. Incarcerated brothers. Why? It's so much deeper than the circumstances. It's the mentalities. It is the mentalities. See, I was raised around a lot of men. I had my grandfathers, my father, my uncles, and dozens of, of male friends of the family. And then I had my own male friends. And then I had male boyfriends. Well, you know, anyways. And that's what helped me to know that, no, there's nothing wrong with our men. Except their mentalities. That's all. That's all, brother. That's it. Just the programming. The programming that is controlling your reality. Controlling how you feel, controlling how you see the world, how you see yourself, how you see your women, your woman, your children, your mother is controlling you. So once you start to get your own mindset, your own paradigm, oh, you know what? Everybody goes through things. Life is not that bad. Oh, I don't have to do that because I don't have to look like I'm living a certain type of life. I can just live my life. Yes, brother. You can just live your life without judgment. It's okay for you to just be you without all the extra shit. Because if you strip away the clothes, strip away the cars, strip away the homes, strip away the diamonds, strip away... What are you left with? Your melanated black skin and your big bountiful heart. That's what you're left with. Nothing else. So those are the main things that you need to appreciate and cultivate. Fix your heart. 
It's only a little tiny tweaking, I promise. It's a little tweak. And once you fix your heart, you will start to see when when these mind uh, fuckeries start to come in and creep in on you, you'll catch them. No, I am strong. No, I am capable. No, I can work any job I want. No, I can build this business. Yes, I can be successful. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, you can. You can do anything you want to fucking do. This world is yours. Now, granted, what is life without a couple fucking obstacles? What is life without obstacles? Nothing. It's not fun. Imagine if we all just got what we wanted mad easy. Yeah, it would be lit. We used to have it like that when we was in Nubian kingdoms and I was a queen, you was a king, and you feel me, or you was a queen, whatever. Like, we used to have it easy because we know how to run societies. That's why they refuse to let us run societies now. Because we know that every single society that we built, that we ran, was always very successful. Which is why when black men open businesses and they really give they all to it, nine times out of 10, it's extremely successful. But it's like they keep trying to perpetuate a certain type of a certain type of being for black men. You see, before, let's say, 60s and 70s, they, they didn't mind the family man. They didn't mind that. Because, you know, everybody's just kind of starting to heal mentally from slavery. We're finally starting to be able to love our black spouses in peace. Right? So they didn't start their bullshit then. It wasn't until late 70s, early 80s, that they started to target the black man. Oh yeah, baby, groovy, like like real sexual. That's the true way that emasculation started. They started to over-sexualize our black men, having them look like players and pimps with, with hoes. And you know what I'm saying? You didn't have that. You never did that. That was never you. That's what the white man did in slavery. Do you think that you would perpetuate that? No. But if they make it look cool, if they make it look like a goal, you'll run after it. Then from there, uh, mid-80s, early 90s, now we got this thug, this thug life, right? That's what we start to see... um, we start to see all like all these the Wu Tang and you know what I'm saying? All these thug niggas, Coolio, uh, Tupac, Biggie, right? Perpetuating this lifestyle to us. But for example, I know someone who really loves Tupac. And when you look at all the Tupac songs that he really loved, he really felt, they was on some real compassionate, real nigga shit. They weren't they all that. All his main mainstream songs were the ones who were saying crazy shit. But all of like his shit, his stuff that he really loved, the songs that you rarely heard, those are all his true feelings, his true views, and they never publicized that. You had to be a real fan to know. Same thing with Biggie. Biggie had a lot of beautiful songs, but you would have never heard it because that wasn't a part of what they were perpetuating to the young black man. That wasn't the life they wanted the young black man to live. Once, after the pimp and hoe phase, they then introduced this drug dealer phase. This, this, the street nigga phase. 
right? Then we went from there to now let's introduce this gang phase. It's like to keep y'all distracted, to keep y'all pressured. And if you notice, it's like it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. They taught y'all to fight for territory. Y'all never used to fight for territory. For what? That has nothing to do with no no science and shit like that. You're not an animal. They think you're an animal. You know you're not an animal. So that's why they try to put black men into these these mindsets with all this fake-ass science about who we supposed to be. That's, That's the same exact science that said that Black people had smaller brains. Black people were stupid because of the science. So why why are we listening to their science? Y'all just said that we were stupid and imbeciles and had smaller brains than the average white person. So why are we listening to them? These are the, the little things that we, we read and we pick up in the media, in the streets, everywhere. That we don't notice is taking jabs at us they're laughing right in our fucking faces because they know who you are and the moment that you all start to rise the fuck up when you start to take the blindfolds off your eyes unshackle the chains from your hands then your feet then your heart then your mind Oof. that's why they don't they don't want y'all out here they don't want y'all out here. And the ones that they do want, they want all these, all the gay men out here. Gay men seem to be the only one being accepted. Why? Because the gay man is, in a sense, a white patriarchy. That's what they like. You never heard of buck breaking, shit like that. They like that. You was never gay. You was never gay. We never did that before. We never did that before. But once slavery started, they started to introduce us to these fucking concepts that was mind-blowing. And the more that they could get rid of the black male's presence in the household is the more that they can start to effeminize our men. That was by design. Nobody was born that way. Nurture versus nature. Nurture always wins. What have you learned? You, and you can see this. Let's say, for example, if you have a pit bull or if you have any a Rottweiler, any kind of like vicious dog, right? If you get that dog from a baby, despite its nature to tear shit the fuck down, to do all this shit, right? Despite its nature... If you get that dog at a very young age, a baby, you can train that dog to be pussy as fuck. Yes, you can train that dog to be weak as fuck, docile as fuck, lazy as fuck. You could train them. Why? Because it's like Pavlov's Pavlov's, uh, conditioning. If you hear the bell, you'll start to salivate. I trained you now. So now you even salivate before you even hear the bell now because they're training you. They're, they're programming you. Everything in this world is about you, baby. Everything in this world, including science, including psychology, it's all about you.
how can we break you? How can we break your families? How can we break your children? But I stand here today and I let all y'all know that y'all niggas is gonna rise because I'm telling y'all, y'all rising. That's it. No more weakness. No more holes for them to fill us up with their white mentalities. You are a king and you must see yourself as a king. You must see yourself as the ruler of your kingdom because you are. I'm sorry you didn't know, but you know now. Wake up, my black brother. Wake up, it's your time. This is your time. Fuck Black History Month. That everything is black history. Everything. You could just look around in your surroundings. That is black history every day. Every day. Because we built this shit. You built the pyramids. You built the pyramids. You knew all that shit. You was in Atlantis. You. You were a pharaoh. You were the god. You were the king. Yes, you. Yes, your brother, your mans, your best friend, all of y'all. That's what y'all used to do. But these white patriarchy ideas to break your family have got so deep within your mind that it's like you just, okay, yes, I guess, I, yeah, let's have multiple women. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let, let's cheat and lie and yeah, let's do that. Oh, and you know what? How about after we cheat and lie, how about we make it look like we're just too stupid to be better? We're just too, oh, black men, you know, they don't they don't need any more responsibility. They, oh, they just, they're suffering. They're going through this. They're going, no, it's all reverse psychology. It's actually working against you. And every decade you get to see more and more of how these ideologies is working against you you need self-control you need discipline you need accountability you need that as a human to survive on this earth not to run not to have women look at you like 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 you pathetic because really in all actuality that's how women look at you like when you if you cheat or if you lie they really just look at you like you're pathetic and that's why they take you back because they feel sorry for you. Do you want people to feel sorry for you? I've never seen a king that needs sympathy. You're better than that. You're stronger than that. Oh, black man, they can't help it. Oh, it's in their natures. No, the fuck is not. No, it's not. That's white science. That's not our history. I'm intuitive. I have dreams. I have visions. I know what our life was like in Egypt. I know what our life was like in Greece. I know what our life was like when we ruled the world. It was nothing like today. If you don't have self-control and you don't have discipline, if you don't know how to feel things, if you don't know how to be logical, if you don't know how to balance logics and emotions, you're losing. Fuck the cars, fuck the clothes, fuck the hoes. Because all of those things, you're not going to be able to upkeep it without grasping who you are. Too many times, our black men are failed. 
no more. Today you will rise. Today you will come together. Today you will recalibrate. Today you will celebrate the phoenix that you are who rises from the ashes. Who conquers the world. Who journeys out into deep and far seas beyond expectation. But comes back successfully. You are the top earner. You are everything that they said that you were not. You are. You are special. We all love you. The white man loves you so much, they hate you. They hate your woman because she comes from you. They hate your child because she, he, she comes from you. But in all actuality, they love you. It's just a toxic love. You can be a CEO. You can be a boss. You can be a millionaire, a billionaire. There's no limit on you. There's only limits that you place on yourself due to your mentalities. What is your mentality? If you break the chains of generational curse, of generational trauma, you can excel and the seed that comes from you shall reign over the fucking world. But you have to be strong. You have to always see the good. You have to always be good. You have to do the right thing. The right thing is not always easy. You do have discipline. You do have self-control. You are powerful and not powerless. Rise. Rise. Rise, divine masculine. Divine feminines worldwide are waiting for you. Their queens are waiting for you. They're waiting for you to get empowered, to get fed up. Fed up, and I don't mean fed up like Malcolm X or fed up like like Garvey. I mean real fed up, even to strip that away. Nothing matters except your heart, which will tell your mind when things is for you and when things is not for you. One thing about being logical is your logics all depend on your mental your mental paths your mental ideologies your beliefs all right if you have toxic beliefs it, it, it takes a while sometimes you don't even notice it's so insidious because it's so ingrained we still have slave blood running through us and look at our lives look at our possibilities you do you know how you do you know how, how your great, 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 great grandfather would have truly died to be able to have a home with his wife with a car and a dog like you have now? Appreciate that shit. Or that you could get now? Appreciate it. That's how you honor your ancestors. Not by burning sage and candles and all that fuck shit. Yeah, that stuff is nice and it adds to the environment, but that doesn't do anything. Action. Taking true action towards 
true lifestyles, towards true abilities is actually what pays off. That's what makes your ancestors look at you and be proud that they died for you, proud that they sacrificed for you. Make your ancestors proud. Make your mothers proud. Make your fathers proud. Even the ones that fucking dipped, they dipped because they was under the same mentality that is trying to get you. That's why they dipped, because they were told that they were too weak to be there. Whether by your mother, whether by the the courts, the law, this, that. So forgive them. Forgive your father for being absent. Forgive your mother for being controlling or being too attached to you, making you almost like her husband. Forgive them and then detach. Rebirth yourself. Transform yourself. See the world through your perception now, not through hers, not through his, through yours. What do you see? What do you feel? How can you alchemize your life? Because I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter where you are, you can build you can build a whole empire for yourself with the right mentality. When you follow your heart, your heart knows what's the right thing to do. Your mind is what will help you make sense of it. But your heart knows right from wrong. Your heart is your moral compass. And black men, y'all heart be on. Y'all intuition be litty. Y'all emotions be litty. And y'all don't let it out. Stop letting society tell you how to feel and what not to feel. Start rising to the occasion. Start starting your family. Start getting married. Start your businesses. Start opening these schools. Start opening these churches or whatever establishments you want to open. Start getting to work. Real work. Not what the white man wants you to do. Not rapping. Not thugging. Not sitting at home doing some some woman's work. Get shit together so that you can be the leader. We're so deep into patriarchy that it's hard for us to break out. Fine. If you want to keep the leader status, if you want to keep the head of the household, let's go. Because black women are stepping up. Black women are stepping up. They get in the bag. So now meet your woman at least halfway. They want our black men to focus on being so loose with their bodies, so hypersexual, so 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 cheating like, so lying like, all these things that are sins before the most high God. That's a sin against your soul. It's a strike in the book of life. They're literally trying to get you to go against your God. That's how powerful you are. That's how much of reincarnations of God on earth you are. To try to force you to sin, to tempt you, like if you don't got no fucking self-control. You do. 
And you need to. You need to start meeting your women halfway. Stop focusing on lust and, and, and lower level things and start building up yourself. Start sitting in nature by your fucking self at first. Start educating yourself. Reading your own books of choice. You don't need to go to school if school's not for you or if you don't need certification. You don't need that. Read some books of your choice. Elevate yourself. Learn some new words. Learn a couple new languages. Stop focusing on these lower level things that produce nothing but consequences. They teach y'all to be so lustful and then y'all end up with all these fucking kids running around all over the fucking world with no, no mother stable, no father stable. Because of your sexual lust. Because they told you you have no self-control. And they told you it was okay. It's not okay. You do have fucking control over yourself. You can be there and make a family with one fucking wife and have multiple children together. And y'all stay together for as long as y'all need to, as long as y'all both agree to, to raise these children up. But if they, if come on, you have to stay focused. Who are you? What do you like? Even the music. Do you even like this music for real? Are you into country music? Are you into rock? Do you really like hip hop? Because you don't have to if you don't. You don't have to want to rap if you don't. If you want to sing, go sing. You want to draw, go draw. You don't have to perpetuate any stereotype that they're placing on you. Let's break that. 